Hey, Coz. It's Cleo here. So last week, Coco Pilar and I tried to do the absolute most and thought that we would record three episodes of our podcast in one day, which didn't end up happening because life. That said, what we've decided to do this week is bring back one of our favorite old episodes on my entanglement situation of 2020, online dating and ghosting. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. And we'll be back next week. Welcome back to Conversations with Coco and Friends. I'm your host, Coco, aka Katrina Smart. Every episode, I'll be having real conversations with the people who inspire me. We go deep and we go there. And I've got my girls with me. This podcast is co-hosted by two of my friends who I happen to also work with. Cleo is a kick-ass producer and a problem solver. And Pilar is an insane director and social media manager. We hope you enjoy these conversations as much as we enjoy having them. We've got a very interesting and engaging conversation for you today. It's all about an entanglement. (laughs) (laughs) So as you all know, well, maybe you don't know, some of you might know, but on Jada Pinkett Smith's show, Red Table Talks, um, they exposed the entanglement situation between herself and August Alcina, I think. Is that how you say it? Alcina? Yeah. Something like that. Um. And our girl, Cleo, <laughs> she took it and ran. <laughs> she, she released a now infamous or famous tweet that went viral where she was looking for an entanglement because she wanted to get her entanglement on. I mean, Jada can't have it all. <laughs> what happened after is the most hilarious explosion of tweets, responses, and I don't know. Do you want to go viral on looking for a date? I'm not sure. Okay. Like, just as a clarification point, <laughs> I was not looking for a I date. Know, I, was, I, know, I, know, I, I mean, know. seeking entanglement. I was being is so dumb. And the answer to your question is no. <laughs> it is pretty direct. It is direct. <laughs> seeking entanglement. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want an entanglement, but I thought I was seeking an entanglement. It's like in my neighborhood, there's like man looking for cuddles, like, and he yes. he puts it up on for trees real? everywhere, or a man looking for a tall woman. Like, it's in my neighborhood, it's on the, one. The little pieces yeah, of paper you rip yeah. off with For his, his phone number. number. Yeah. Is capture, capture that the next time you see it because that's so funny. I will. The answer to your question is no, because it's a lot, and yes, because it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I just did it to, to be a clown, and obviously, one thing led to another, and it went viral, which I would have put a little more thought into what I had written had I thought about that it was going to go all over the place into like random group chats of like my guy friends who were like, you just showed up at my group chat. I'm like, oh, Jesus oh Christ, God. sweet mother of God, please so, say you know me. For context, can you share some of these stories for those who haven't gone down the <laughs> rabbit hole, which is Cleo's entanglement story? She has actually a full file of um, screen grabs on her phone, which are, anytime you're feeling sad or blue, you can go into and just laugh. What are some of your favorite tweets or responses to your tweet? Um, okay, so the first like set of responses, I guess, is the ones where people because in my in my tweet I say like I'm 32 looking for whatever, whatever. And there was like a small smattering of people who were like, 32? She looks more like she's 52. She's a liar. She's 
old. She's a cougar. And I was like crying laughing on Twitter because I just thought to myself like, bitch, if I am 52 and look like this, I look goddamn good. I hope I look like this when I'm 52. So I feel like those ones are always really funny because everyone on Twitter was like, oh, don't worry about those people. Like they're mean. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't look 52. Oh my God, I would have died. I, I couldn't I couldn't handle that. Right? Haters gonna hate them. and they are so aggressive. It, so aggressive. They are. And it was, but I actually found it so funny because I just don't believe that of myself anyway. So I was like, Mm-mm, you can't convince me I look 52. You're so like, I have my birth certificate. Literally, I was like, it's cool. I'm cute. Um, So those ones are super funny. And then the Nigerian uncles found me. (laughs) That's an umbrella of people. (laughs) It is. No shade to my Nigerian folks. I love y'all. But the uncles found me um, and they like filled my Facebook spam inboxes. Like my friends request were like so like thousands and thousands of them. And they're like, please, we'll come to Nigeria. I'll send you a ticket like offering me like cows. I was like, oh, Oh. sweet Jesus. (laughs) The ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Weren't there voice notes too? Or oh something? my God. Yes. I forgot about those ones. <laughs> I had voice notes from guys who like, who were literally trying to be like, oh, I want to be with you. Like it was, it was a lot. They found us like on our conversations with Coco, like oh, some yeah. websites yeah. and they sent us voice notes through those websites. I had to actually shut down any contact. Like my contact information before was like, Open. Every yeah, open. I just shut down every form of contact information on my website on anything because they were finding me like. Oh <laughs> and then I, I enabled like two factor authentication on all my stuff because then I got worried I was going to get hacked. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a lot. And then like the legendary guy, there's this one guy sent me a DM, and he's like in the DM I open it because I was trying to stay on top of it. And he, sa- he sends me a picture of his face and he's like, oh, just for reference, this is a picture of my face to show you I'm a real person. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I go to his profile and I look at his profile picture and it's kind of like the the cuts of like, the you penis know, lines? the penis lines. The Iliac's crest. Oh, that's what it's called? Yeah. Oh, it's the Iliac's crest. <laughs> so I go to his page and he's basically like, not only like a dick model, but like, more or less. <laughs> but like more or less, he, he just has his giant... Um, I don't know. Third penis. Arm, third leg. Third actual, I mean, arm. tripod. Exactly. It was a baby arm. He had a tripod sized dick, you guys. Like, I, I <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with it. And I like sent it obviously to my group chat. <laughs> and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I did not respond to him naturally, but still he goes down in history as like, the, that Wait, was a lot. You didn't say just like, Hey, dude, just wondering, because like your actual profile picture is a very large penis. How do you get away with that even? Like, I don't know. You can't even put like a nipple on Instagram. So how are you going to put a baby arm on Twitter as your profile picture? Oh, my God. No. Yeah. And like in if you dig into his Twitter, which is now gone, actually, I went to check to see if he had anything like I know rip to his Twitter. He has like like masturbation things like it's like videos like it's crazy Twitter. It's like secret porn Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What? Yeah, this it was nuts. This. Move over, Pornhub. I, on, yeah, well, just go on Twitter. Twitter has no boundaries or restrictions <laughs> when posting. I know, but you can't monetize that, so we're never going to win. <laughs> so, I think those are the, the best of the best. So did you get any quality out of this entanglement viral tweet? Okay, so... One person. Come on. One? Anything. There's one guy who's in Texas who I talked to who's lovely. Like, we just, we chat. Obviously, I can't do anything because our borders are opening on the 35th of February. But what I learned from this, guys, is that more is not better. Mm. More is not better. Um, Let me tell you that. I have... I, it's impossible for me to scroll to the end of my Twitter DM. So even if there is somebody great in there, I literally can't get to it. I can't do it. There's thousands and thousands of them. And it, while it was funny and it was actually the funniest thing that happened this year, more is not better. It does not mean quality. It does not mean better. Did you know that November 11th is Singles Day? In September, on Conversations with Coco and Friends, we learned that so many of us are not experiencing the pleasure we crave because we don't feel worthy. That's crazy. This is your friendly reminder that regardless of your relationship status, you're worthy of the pleasure you desire and you could have it. This season, we've partnered with KY Canada to help you get there a little easier. Click the link in the episode's description to get yourself a free KY sample. We're going to link some of our faves on the blog so you can check them out in real life and actually read them and take them in (laughs) because (laughs) it's a good giggle. Like, you know, you can't fault the people for trying. Uh, you're totally. absolutely right. And I'm not even taking any names out of it. We'll link like... It's also, it's pretty, in, it's, it's intense. It's just like, and it wouldn't stop. It's like oh when you start scrolling on the uncles, you're like, God damn, is there like a <laughs> message board where one person put your tweet and said, go get her. Go uh, get real her talk. But what <laughs> I think... The wolves attracted to it. But I don't know, guys. I feel like if nothing else, Bumble, you better run me my check because uh, we should do a social experiment on this. I'm just... Well, what is, sorry, what is the Bumble... Well, like Bumble is like online dating. Could be anybody. Bumble, Hinge, Tinder. All of you guys will take them. You'll you'll take the partnership. Speaking of that, as anyone who listens will know, after my divorce, I think I've talked about this a couple of (laughs) times. I swiftly gave up on online dating because Raya, Raya, however you pronounce that, swiftly denied me. (laughs) My ego couldn't withstand it. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this thing. And then this thing didn't work. But from being around you lovelies, I've come to realize and appreciate that dating apps are just the norm. I didn't get into it. But what apps do you guys use? And speaking of Bumble, can you categorize them for me and the other listeners with who might have skipped this stage? Like a lot of people maybe had gotten into relationships in their early 20s or um, they just didn't do the whole online dating thing, like which online dating thing is fire. I get, I keep on getting served the league on my, on my Insta stories. I'm like, I'm very, oh. I'm happy. Leave me alone. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell dad. <laughs> Fix your algorithm. Yeah. So which ones are popping or any of them popping or like match.com is just not the winner. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? I mean, for me, I've only downloaded Hinge and Bumble. I actually never went the Tinder route. Mm. I was just like, I'm going to skip that. I find Hinge is like the highest quality of candidates 
being so formal in this. It's so but, interesting. Sorry to interrupt you, but Hinge to me sounds like almost like grinder. Like just the yeah. name in my mind. <laughs> It sounds like we're gonna, like yeah, a little bit like we're gonna get into it. Well, like, I mean, it is more depth because people write clauses and they have a little bit more like they serve you up clauses and you have to finish the sentence. So I think let me actually pull up my yes, profile. Please, like, what do you mean? Um, the clauses? Yeah, let, let's. That's like your, it's like an opening game on how you ha- how you have a conversation. Finish the literally. Sentence. Yeah, so it'll it give you like conversation work. starters. Ah. Let me get here. I actually really liked Hinge for that reason. Yeah, because you could kind of get someone's personality right away. Exactly. You can weed them out a little bit more and you kind of you kind of get a sense of someone's with it from the yeah. from the gecko. Or two with it. Or yeah. <laughs> or not with it at all. <laughs> Some of the responses I'm like, sir. Okay, so it says they provide you with we'll get along if my response. You keep up with your personal hygiene. You would be surprised. <laughs> like if someone's nails are like dirty, you know, when you oh see the, the dirt underneath Ew. their like long nails. I don't like any Ugh. any nail on like a dude, like no white. I can't. Exactly. And then we need to stop using a five in one, like no shampoo, conditioner, face wash, you know, this is just Old Spice. You are encouraging this behavior. And then <laughs> I bet you can't is another clause they serve you. And my response, I'm an, I'm annoying. I'm like, impress me, but I'd love to see you try. Oh my Ooh, God. Wrote that a long time spicy. ago, but just haven't changed it. And then I unwind by devouring a glass or a bottle of any Californian red wine. Okay. I was going to be like glass. Because then people are just like... He's a boozer. Have you tried Chile? <laughs> Have you tried <laughs> Portugal wines? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I like Cali. Take me back to Cali. I'm a Cali baby. (laughs) I have used Hinge and Bumble, a Tinder like way back in the day, but I haven't used it in a long time because I feel like I had like the people in there would say disgusting things. And I was like, I get get me off this now. Mm -hmm. I recently got approved to Raya, Raya, Mm -hmm. after, I don't know, two years P.S. Guys, I swear to God, they didn't let black people on there. I'm telling you, everyone I know who had a Raya <laughs> invite, basketball player. I know, yeah, exactly. But every That's black woman exception. I know who had an invite wasn't allowed on there. Like all of my friends, none of us got approved until one of my friends they reached out to her to be like, "How can we make it better in Toronto?" And she's like, "Let the fucking thirty people that I invited in on." Mm-hmm. And then they did. And then literally last week I got approved on the league. I forgot I even applied to it because it's another one of like the elite ones. And they're like, "You've been approved." I was like, "What?" what's this? So I've been on that one for like a week, but it's honestly like they want you to pay like a thousand dollars to be able to access more options. So they'll give you like happy hour every day. So they'll give you like four options of guys that you can like check on. And then once you've like yes or no them, they're like, mm, that's all for today. And four if you, options as in just four profiles. Four profiles. Serving you. Yep. And then if you want more, they're like, here's, you can get like the elite package for three months for $1,200 and you could do unlimited whatever. I'm like, no, sir. Calm just down. Calm, just simmer down. Just simmer down. So do they only show you like lower tier people at the free stage or what? I mean, no, they'll show you, but they'll show you like the same tier people, but they'll only show them for people. So you can only... You can only get so many like opportunities a day. And imagine if you're only seeing four people a day, you're and they're not always swiping back on you. Right. So you might get no matches ever. Yeah. But wait, there's a tier system. 
Like some people are higher tier. No, no, <laughs> not, not on this one. I think the, but the league, the idea of the league. Not that we know of. Yeah, not that we know of. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> yeah, the algorithm right? might be gaming it differently for us. And actually that's true. Cause usually when people swipe more on you, the algorithm like puts you higher profile. Um, but yeah, I have Bumble. I accidentally paid for like the three month Bumble. <laughs> Was it worth it? No. Oh my God. No. Like, they really upsell that. that they do. Like, and extension. it's It's hard. I struggle with like the concept of online dating sometimes because at certain points it get, just gets discouraging and it, you get like fatigued swiping all the time. Like the vanity of it is, it's kind of mean. For sure. Right. For sure. That's what I worry. I feel like it's like the denial. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Well, I like, mean, from can, the beginning, it was like swipe left, swipe right, swipe left. Yeah. Like, it's like that from the core is obviously. Yeah. Like, how, and honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I, a lot of the guys that I've like encountered in my life that I've been with or anything like that, I've had to get to know them sometimes. Like, I might not have liked them right off the bat or I might not have been like, oh, he's so hot or whatever. For sure. But you get to know somebody because that counts. So, I just have a hard time with the vanity of it all. And it bugs me that I'm like, no, I don't like you. Mm. We didn't even talk. like Right. And it's like a hard balance too, because then you're equally guilty by being like, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <It's- laughs> you're both doing it. Yeah. No, no. hundred <laughs> percent. That's true. <laughs> right? It's just sex when it's happening to you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Just like ghosting. It's yeah. like, I'm fine to ghost you. But if you fucking ghost me, oh my gosh. no, no, no. Oh my God. Really? That's so interesting. Have you been ghosted before? Um, Only like once after a first date. But I know people have been ghosted after like two months of seeing someone and the person just falls off completely. Mm. Oh, I ghosted someone once and I won't do it again. I, I did not feel good about it. I didn't. I felt awful. I thought it was not, I thought it was unkind. And like, I actually have, I don't want to say like a boilerplate, but almost a boilerplate. Like if I'm not into the person, what I will say to them. Yeah. Um, and I just say it and then I, I'm done with it because I don't, I don't want to ghost people. I don't think it's nice. Hmm. I would definitely ghost people. Sorry. But <laughs> sorry, not sorry, no, sorry. It I'm really depends too. It's like if the date was shitty and you're like, eh, you right. gave me nothing. Wait, if they're a weirdo, like, like bye. Oh, oh no, no, a weirdo. That's yeah. different. Like yeah. if they're, but if they're like a perfectly nice person, I just didn't feel anything with them. Yeah. Then I'll just tell them that. Like, yeah. hey, I think that you know it's important. You're a really to feel, nice no, person. I really will be like, you're great. Like we had a good time. Thank you so much. I'm not feeling the spark, and that's I think lovely. it's important that that we feel that and that you feel that. And so, like, I wish you all the best. And then what I happens just, when someone says that to you? I think that's nice. Like I, I would rather someone say that to me. But um. Like, how do you feel when someone says that to you? Is it devastating? Is it no? Hard I to think take? no, not at all. I think I couldn't ask for like a better like end to something because I actually think when someone's playing games with me, it's that's way worse. Like that's some shit that I'm like, oh, bleh, gross. Like I'm not devastated by someone not being into me. It's not always about me, right? Like maybe we just don't vibe or whatever. And I feel like it depends too. Like I feel like you would be devastated in the situation where you are really into this person and you believe that they're on the same page Mm -hmm. with you and are kind of shocked to find out that that's not the case. Yes, that would be different, I think. I've never experienced that. So if we're not like vibing and someone's like, I'm not really into it, I'm like, "Mm, cool. Both of you, Coco, Mm -hmm. (laughs) pre-Jimmy, what would you say your top dating tip is overall? 
Mine is to have fun. I, I haven't been single for very long at any moment. It's like a serial monogamous. So the short period that I was single, dating was super fun. So it was like, I didn't put a heaviness on it that it needed to be something else. So I just think, have fun with it. And I love that you encourage us of that. Like Coco's always the one to be like, Cleo and Pete, go have fun. No, just go. Because we'll be like, we're not going on this date. Fuck this guy. She's like, no, no, go. Get some drinks. Have fun. Yeah, I'm like, I love you. Up, have hilarious stories afterwards, regardless. <laughs> exactly. Even on these horrible dates, I'm like, this is great content. So we're not <laughs> mad about it. No uh, else here. Those are the facts. At the very least, are coming out of this with content. <laughs> And I don't know that I have a top dating tip because I like have taken my dating tip from Coco to learn how to have more fun on on this stuff. And to be frank, there's not been a lot of dating in the COVID landscape. So. Seriously. Mm-hmm. How uh, have you been dealing with that? Like I oscillate between being fine with it and being very sad and very lonely. I feel like because 2020 was supposed to be my year. The guy was ready. I read Shan's book. I was like, okay, I'm going to have fun. We're going to do this. And I was like, you know, ready for that. And then obviously life kiboshed that. So, and I think what's even harder right now, obviously, because we're in the middle of a lockdown, is that you can't, like, I'm talking to a couple of guys, but I'm too scared to do anything. Like, I don't want to have them at my house because we we can't go anywhere. I'm not going to their house. Right. We can't go to dinner. It's minus 10,000. So like, what are we going to do? Walk outside? And so it's now becoming very challenging. And then, and that, those barriers make it discouraging. Because you're like, okay, well, uh, we can't see each other for at least another month. Mm. Yeah, and then it kind of loses that. Definitely. And 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 like just communicating via text, you don't even know this person, so the attachment isn't there. So you're not really committed to staying consistent in your communication. So that whole thing that they did, was it Bumble that did it? Where it was like, Tiffany Haddish mm. in common and then like send Uber Eats to someone and have a date on FaceTime. That's not really happening or is that happening? I no, know. I'm like, I'm still waiting for someone to send me Uber Eats. <laughs> I actually did have a date that like sent me food and we did like a, a virtual, a virtual date. How was that? It was a good like, it was lovely that he did that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this did, did you not send, go no, well. Did you send him your boilerplate response? I'm, I'm not just I'm not actually, that I, I might have at the end of it. Um, we had, an, I feel like, an hour and a half long date um, where his stream of consciousness talked to me. <laughs> and I just sat there and I was like, mm-hmm. Eating mm-hmm. your food. Yeah, I was eating my food. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're breaking up. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is so nice. Thank you for the food. And that was thank it. you. Yeah, he just wants someone to listen to him. Oh, my God. It was a full stream of consciousness. It was a lot. And like, guys, I like to talk. So yeah, you're like, it's my turn. I was like, are you going to ask me about me? I like that. Like <laughs> and to- he never did. No, not once. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, great idea, but didn't quite work out for me the way it did for Tiffany Hannish in common. I mean... Love bugs. How do you choose your checklist? Or is it a top three qualities or values you see in someone that you should seek? Like, do you guys have a rating list? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I feel like I used to maybe have a checklist, but now I'm kind of like, my top three, if I had to narrow it down, would be effective communication because with that comes like honesty, transparency, and all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would say, I would say individuality is huge because I love having a partner who, who lives their life and has their friends and obviously we're acquainted, but I don't, At least at this stage, I'm not like, I don't want you desperate to be like, oh, can I come here? Can I do this with you? It's almost like I love that you have your own thing, that you're confident in what you're doing, that you support what I'm doing and you challenge me to be better, but we're not always relying on each other. And I think that also comes with time, right? Like the longer you are with someone, the more your groups kind of merge if it is a fit. Well, Cleo has pulled up her phone and she's about to read us. Her <laughs> she, list. She's reading her G Drive list document. First Is it in a spreadsheet or a document? First of all, that you ask. <laughs> she's like, I couldn't open it on my watch. I couldn't. So I'm going to plug ourselves here. We did a, a podcast with Shan Boudram this year in LA. She is a dating expert, all that stuff. I read her book. It's awesome. Go check out our podcast with Shan right now. But in her book, one of the things she talks about is something, a concept called the Frozen Five. And it's basically like the five. Frozen Five? The Frozen Five, yeah. So I actually like read the book and then I did the stuff. And I bought it again because I'm going to redo it to learn more. Sorry, why did you buy the book twice? You lost it? I have, no, I have the audio book and then I bought the physical book. She needs a refresh. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So the Frozen Five is basically the five standards a person has to meet in order to qualify in your life as a potential long-term connection. And Shan suggests doing this because it helps you to like basically weed people out when you're online dating because it can be really hard. And so I'll give you like three of mine. So one of mine is emotionally stable. That's, a must. I, I don't know who is emotionally stable right now. <laughs> I mean, touche. Touche. At this point. At this point, I, if you're like 70%, I'll take it. Another one is someone who is trustworthy. And then another really important one is someone who wants kids. And that was not on my list for a long time. But if I met someone now who was like, I don't want kids, period, point blank, that would be a deal breaker for me. And so I like went through this long, long list of things and started to be like, okay, what are the things that matter? And it's actually hard to do because there's so many things on this list that you, and you have to decide like what is the most important because you can't have everything from everyone. And that's what the whole like premise of the thing is. So it's based on the idea that if you're looking for specific qualities in a person that they don't have, they're not going to have them. Mm -hmm. So if the person is not empathetic when you meet them, they will not change to be empathetic. And if empathetic is important to you, don't. Like that has to be a deal breaker because a lot of people enter relationships being like, oh, well, like this person can improve this or whatever. They're not going to change. 
Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of people get into relationships thinking that they can fix people, right? This this bird with a broken wing, I can just fix it. (laughs) We can't fix it, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think that's, those are the things that at least like I'm just trying to learn about dating because I haven't done a ton of it in my life. But I also just think it's important to know or at least have an idea of what I want or like what's not going to work for me as a person in this landscape. Because I don't want to waste anybody's time either. And I don't want to find myself down this road with a person where like I knew better or, you know. Do you ever find that it's also maybe too much like preparation and thought put into like what you want and what you don't want that maybe can also be like limiting, so limiting that you're just like, that is my absolute no. And then you're like, but the person's really cool and it might work, but because this is my no, then it's no. Like, I would say that if I had a long, crazy list of things that were absolutes, but I think having three things that are like keys, no, like, and I'm, but I'm I'm also, I'm also whole with that being limiting. Like if I meet somebody who's hype and he doesn't want to have kids, I'm not changing my position on that. If, you know, so then it has to be a no. And I'm, I'm straight with that. <laughs> I'm just oh. looking at Claire right now. <laughs> very, she's very straight in her, like, you're very, like, I don't know, even know how to say it. Like, it's, it's not, is it bringing something up for you? Like, is there like a little bit of anger around it or? Around which part? I don't know, dating or fresh, are you frustrated? Oh, super frustrated. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And also because like, I'm, and I'll just be really honest. Like I'm good at knowing things. I'm good at doing things and I'm not good at this. And so it seems like it's really hard because I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to like understand this stuff in like a COVID landscape and all the things. And yeah, it's impossible. So it becomes discouraging. And then what happens is like the internal thing that happens, right? Because then I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong with me? I'm not good at this. I, I can't get this right. I'm not smart enough to do this. What am I not doing right? Or like, what's not? And then it's just a constant battle, right? Like, and, and then also, like, I think you're, because you're so smart and you went to school for so long, you're <laughs> trying to make it be like something you study, right? I'm not smart at this. Like, the, just the words you're saying. I'm not smart at this. I'm not good at this. It's like, nobody's fucking good at dating. <laughs> like, fuck off. Like, they're not. because No one likes the first there's date. There's too many totally. um, wild cards. It's, too, it's personalities, right? Like, you can't master dating because you'd have to master all the different personalities that there are in the world, right? Yeah. Not shrinking you, but lean into the fact that it is very frustrating. There's no possibility of doing any fucking dating right now. I'm <laughs> sorry. True story. You know, like lean into the unknown and then free yourself from the idea that you need to be good at it because you can't be good at it. Unfortunately, it was like master dater, like <laughs> the person who's teaching you that master dating, and, and this is not Shan Boudram, but because she's great at it, but like... I can imagine other people like they're they're doing these they're like tutorials. seminars and they're fucking single. Like shut up. Like, you know? So <laughs> it's, just, it's so true. It's just, it's just give yourself the freedom to to realize that this is not something that you need a PhD in in order to get what you want. I mean, I hope that's true because when I was just living my life because it's it's a catch twenty-two. Cause I feel like when I wasn't trying to do any of this stuff, then everyone's like Cleo, like it's you're too much or like you're you know there's not enough mystery or like you know you got to play the game more and I'm like okay like let me try to learn how to do that thing right (laughs) I guess it's it's like the idea is that you don't need to learn is that you just need to let go right and working on yourself 
is a great thing to do, like working on you outside of everything, mm-hmm. right? Rather than what you're projecting or expecting it's going to be okay <laughs> out there. <laughs> I'm no, just exactly. Because like meeting someone new too, you can't know them before you know them, right? right? So like even predicting response or like, what are we going to talk about? Right. You know how sometimes in your head you're like, wait, what the fuck are we going to talk about? And I never really think of these things until I'm literally like walking to meet someone for the first time. I'm like, oh, wait, what did he say he did? And then I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) And then also it's like this idea. So the person that you're with has all the things, right? They've checked the list. They want the kids and they are not totally insane. And (laughs) and they're trying their best, but they're still going to have their things, right? Yeah. Like you're going to replace. And then they're all going to have a whole fucking whack load of shit that you did not even expect. And you're like, yeah, okay, they they hit those those things, but there's going to be all these things that you didn't even realize that now you have to fucking work through. So it's a wild ride. <laughs> How do you go about working through those things, Coco? I mean, I guess, Our guru. <laughs> I guess what's good about it is if, you, if the person's a good person, right, then it's worth it. And that person's interest is not to hurt you then it's worth so much more to work through all of those. And then you make the decisions that we're going to figure this out, even though you said you weren't insane and you're totally insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think like just, you know, to toot your own horn, like you do a really good job of modeling those things in your life in terms of, you know, dealing with the other things that maybe you weren't expecting and you're like, oh God, (laughs) <laughs> all right, let's do this. And so I, I don't think I'm naive in the sense that like, I'm not expecting the other person to come to the table with that stuff. And that, cause that's real life. I have my own shit too. Mm. <laughs> I'm definitely not crazy, but I'm a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think like, that's what the goal is, is to like, be like, okay, these, we've met these like things that we for sure know we need that are like deal breakers. The rest of it, if that person's willing to work on it, like I'm willing to work on it. You know, and hopefully we we can make it work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Pilar, you're not looking for a serious relationship right now. No. And if it came, what would you do? Ooh. I feel like I would be open to it because if there was someone right now in my life that I was even considering actually getting into a relationship with, clearly they are adding value to my life and it's a good mm-hmm. dynamic. But I just feel from what I have experienced, there's no one currently who's <laughs> who's setting that far. <laughs> we did kind of touch on ghosting, but have you been ghosted for? I have the funniest story. Oh the my only God. time I was ghosted. What? And I'll blame this. I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but I went on a Bumble date, honestly, like three years ago at this point. I'll never forget because this is just too much. That morning, I had bought a pair of jeans off of a girl I used to work with because she had messaged me saying, I have these jeans, I'm getting rid of them and they're too small for me, like take them, whatever. She met me, I got the jeans, I put them on. I noticed there was holes in the loops around the waist and there was almost like a little sliver that had been like split in the ass, like right to the crack of the ass cheek. Oh, shit. And I'm like, 
do did, I put this on? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why did she do this? So, but they're like really expensive jeans. Like they're nice, like destroyed. So <laughs> you wanted them. I wanted them. So I bring them to this tailor that I use and he like fixes all of my bottoms basically. <laughs> I wear them out after picking them up. They're fixed. They're spick and spam. The belt loops are fixed. The ass crack next to the ass crack is sewn. (laughs) And I wear them out. I go out to dinner. I go out for drinks. They're all good. And then I go to meet this guy at his condo for the first time. Why did I do that? It's because it was already late and I was like, okay, whatever. And we had been speaking for three weeks. Oh my gosh. We had been speaking for three weeks, like whatever. And then in the morning, I had a soul class booked for like nine o'clock. So I get to his place. We're talking. It's like 11 o'clock. We're literally up till 5 a.m. talking. When I'm sitting on the couch, I feel like a little like split. And it's not like he can't hear it because I couldn't hear it. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God. what? And I'm wearing a cropped hoodie with these like high-waisted jeans. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So when he gets up to go to the bathroom, I get up and I look because there's a mirror on the wall and the little part next to the... My ass had split. I was like, oh my. I go home, David. So what did I do? <laughs> I was standing and he came out of the bathroom and I was like, oh, can I steal some sweats? I took my pants off in the living room to not turn around. So because he threw me the sweats and then I literally just took them off, put them on. When I left, like a few hours later... <laughs> He went to the bathroom again. I switched, put on my jeans, put my jacket on that covered my ass and left the house. But what I'm saying is like... I'm like, where's the ghost? I know, I was like, where's the ghost? No, no, no. But he, he like, when he went to put his like arm on my leg, I was like, hold, I went to hold his hand because I'm like, I don't want him to like move across my back. So you acted like a complete weirdo because you had a hole in your back. I had a hole in my ass. (laughs) And then he never called you. But I covered it up really quickly. (laughs) Like the way I got out of there, guys. But wait, he never called you again? No. Okay. In the morning, okay, I, I was like, so he ghosted you. I left and I never heard from him again. And I'm like, oh uh, my God, did he know about the jeans ripping? I think it might have been that you were being weird. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a personality fit. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that. But I was tripping. I'm like, oh my God, uh, how am I going to cover this? Yeah, that is, that. I mean, that is a horrible feeling. <laughs> but I think it probably changed how you acted. And he's like, you're so he's fucking like, you're weird. weird. Mm-hmm, Super mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> I could have just said, listen, my pants. That would have been really funny. I had a few drinks in me. Then when the pants ripped, I I was sober. I was sober. I would have just been laughing. I would have been like, so my my ass split in my (laughs) pants. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if he ghosted you because your pants ripped per se, but... (laughs) The Um, aftermath that came with that, okay? So you're, Pilar, you're young. You're very smart, but you're also young. Um, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on dating. And do you feel there's like you said that you're not looking for something serious right now. But do you, do you feel within your friend group the same pressure that maybe I felt like to get married young? It's so funny because I feel like probably what, five, six years ago, I wanted to be married by 27, 28, have my first kid at 30. There was like this roadmap. And the older that I get, I'm 24 now. I'm like, there's no, I mean, there is an expiry. 
<laughs> but there's not as much pressure to get married. Right. Like in general, yeah. you know, obviously I do want to get married, but I'm not like, I need to be married by 30. I need to find my partner by then because at the end of the day, we're all just doing our thing, living our lives, achieving our goals. And that's something that I want, but it doesn't need to happen in two years. So you don't have a copy of Wedding Bells and you haven't picked your Exactly. Your <laughs> I have not. I have not picked my wedding dress, my engagement ring. What about your friends? They they feel the same. Yeah. Like they, unless they've been in long, long-term relationships. I do have a really close friend who's been dating her boyfriend for seven years and she has everything picked out and she's like, we're getting married by oh. 27 Ooh. and we're going to live happily ever after. And they've literally been together since high school. Crazy. I feel like you don't hear that as no. much anymore, if at all. Right. Mm-mm. But the rest of us are like, whatever comes, comes. <laughs> Let's go. Gone with the wind. Fabulous, baby. Do you want to get married, Cleo? I don't think that it's super important to me right now. Not because I don't want to. If I Let me put it this way. I feel like if I got married, it would be because it was important to my partner. But my parents have been together for 35 years and they're not married. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll change my mind and maybe I'll want to do all of those things. But I think I just want to meet somebody who I can like build a life with and who I'm consistently choosing every day and who's choosing me. And whether or not we're married within that, yeah, yay or nay, I'm fine with either. At this moment, would you be open to a fling right now? Or are you like, no, I want to find my one? Oh, God, guys, this is like, I know I keep giving like complex answers to simple shit, but like in my cold-blooded heart, I'm like, yes, give me a fling. Your girl has been in lockdown. But I'm also just trying to be mindful of like the energy that I bring into my life and that I'm like bringing into my body and all that stuff. And so I think... Like the other part of me is like, I don't necessarily want that energy, you know, but I also do. <laughs> so um, would I be open to it? Um, yeah. Do I want that? I don't know. It, But you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a hard thing to answer because you, when you're lonely and you're like, mm, kind of, I could get it in. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long it's been, time. Literally, it's been a long time. 2020 has been... A long year. It's been a we long need to 10 kiss years. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll be in 2021 when this is released. <laughs> oh, so let's hope we're having yeah. the best day. We are day manifesting. Ever. We are manifesting good things, beautiful gentlemen, good dates. When I see you, good, all of it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope On you feel note. motivated from this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what I feel, guys. I'm in a glass box of emotions. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on the pod. Thank you so much for listening, all of you people out there. We really appreciate it if you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you like it and share it. Um, follow us at Coco and Co at C O C O A N D C O W E and tune in for next week. Got some good gems coming for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.